What's up, everyone? Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Isaiah Copon. It's January 10, 2024, and this is Lift and Learn episode 131. In this episode, I'll talk about how to improve sleep. You should take these tips and save them for this year. And then in the second topic, I'll talk about what to do when you're too stressed to work out. Before that, though, I'll talk a bit about what I've been up to lately, and that might include fitness-related topics, and it might not. If you want to follow me, your host, on Instagram, it's isaiah.copon, and you can also check out my website, isaiahcopon.com. The podcast is on Instagram, at Lift and Learn Podcast, on Twitter, at Lift and Learn Pod, and also on Facebook. You can just search Lift and Learn Podcast. With that being said, let's get into it. Okay, so it's actually been a while, almost a month between podcasts, because Christmas and New Year's were actually the craziest of times. I was super busy, not even just with work, but just so many like social events. And as an introvert, that was draining, but still always exciting, because at least it's family I got to see a lot of. I know we're already a few days into the new year, but I never got to talk about Christmas yet. It was great. So much family time. Um, I remember specifically Christmas Eve, which was... Uh, that was first with my closest family. We all grew up in one household growing up. So we have a tradition where we open presents right at midnight. I got a few pretty cool things. I mean, oh, um, what did I get? Spider-Man 2 for the PS5. Man, it's been like two, three weeks now. Um, a new controller and some Viore clothes, but from my cousin, she got me something not on my Elfster. I was surprised because I didn't know what to expect, but she got me a friggin' rangefinder, and that's for golf, in case you didn't know, so that was really cool. Plus, she got me the Awala water bottle, which is like a water bottle that you could drink out of normally, but also has a straw too, so that one's pretty cool too, okay, I think she took the cake this year. Um, And then the next day, Christmas morning, first I had to go to my extended family party, which was in Uxbridge for lunchtime. It's like 90 minutes away, maybe. Again, that was a good time seeing everyone again, especially the kids and how they get so excited to open their gifts. Like, that's one of the best things to watch. Um, One of the best presents from me, of course, I got my uncle this Game Boy looking device that you could charge with USB-C so there's no batteries like back in the day but this thing has like 16 preloaded games on there street fighter 2 captain commando strider but basically street fighter 2 is one of the games i remember him playing like specifically on the snes or super nintendo back in the day so that already sold me plus this whatever game boy thing can even take evercade cartridges too so that's an added bonus that'll be I think that would be so clutch for him, especially because he has two kids now, and usually handheld is the way to go in that scenario, which is, that's what I've heard. After that party, I had to go to another, which was in Burlington. So that was like nearly a two-hour drive, but we hung out there for a bit. Uh, Typical Christmas party, though, there's like some karaoke going on. One of the younger girls was pretty much forced to sing in front of everyone, but wow, she was actually incredible. Uh, fast forward to like 1.30 in the morning now, and I figured we were going to go home soon, but apparently it was still too early, and it's now Boxing Day morning, mind you, and also something I forgot to mention was that I got a gaming monitor for Christmas, and you know, just your, just your standard like 32-inch 4K monitor, like 
no big deal, you know? Um, and I was planning on setting this up before I sleep. So it's like 2 a.m. I was like, I'll just nap for a few minutes, then I'm sure we'll leave soon. Well, I woke up two hours later, just after 4 a.m., and I realized I was still at the house, which was like insane. Uh, thankfully, we did leave shortly after that, around like 4.30 in the morning, but I didn't get home until 5. And of course, the first thing I did when I got home set up the gaming monitor. And wow, it's probably a little bit too big for my space, but you know, I'll make it work. It looks incredible. Naturally, at 5.30 in the morning, I play two games of COD before I go to bed. <laughs> but then I remembered that I needed to go charge the Tesla, first world problems, and we don't have a house charger right now, so I have to actually go out to a supercharger and get that done. I decide not to sleep. I mean, what's the point? I go over to the supercharger. I get there around 6.30 a.m. Luckily, I was prepared, though. I had my Kindle with me. I was watching stuff on Netflix and YouTube to kill the hour it would take to charge this thing. So I'm chilling there for an hour now. So it's like 7.30 a.m. Boxing Day morning. Like, think about that. Like, the last six hours have been crazy. And I probably wasn't tired at this point just because of that quick little two-hour nap I had earlier. I have a bright idea to go and check, you know, what's open this early on, on Boxing Day, you know? So, Golf Town's going to open at 8 a.m. So, I went over to Heartland, um, and then there was a lineup at Hallmark. You know, they sell, like, Christmas cards and all this stuff, and there was a lineup there. So, I was thinking, like, when I got to Golf Town, there'd be a lineup or whatever, but whatever, I just decided to go check out the place, see if they had any good deals. I got there just after 8, no lineup. No lineup. So, walked in, uh, they had the tailor-made stealth driver on sale. I think it's like 500 bucks. It's normally 850 And I did bring with me my $100 Golf Town gift cards. But at this point, I still can't justify dropping $400 on a driver, so I just looked elsewhere. And I came across a little 56 degree wedge, a little Vokey, and that I did buy. Uh, it was like 180 down from 250. I just pulled the trigger, man. New year, new me. Uh, my first brand new golf club. Everything else has been off of Kijiji or just handed down from my uncle. And actually, t TaylorMade just launched some new drivers just yesterday, I think, the QI10 or something, but I'm not going to bore you with. Uh, that kind of golf information, but there goes, I mean, there goes the three listeners I, I have. <laughs> and then I got super sick the following weekend. I like legit couldn't move. I didn't get out of bed or eat for a whole day. I was just knocked out. It was probably some kind of COVID. All I know is something is going around. Like half the trainers were sick at one point too. So it was pretty crazy. Maybe not half, but there's like at least eight or nine or maybe even 10 of us at least who have mentioned being sick the past few weeks. And I'm noticing like a bunch of people like blowing their nose in the gym all the time. Like, whew, I don't know, it's crazy out there. But we're mostly through it now. Still have a bit of a cough. But other than that, I feel fine. Training has been great to start the year. Intensity isn't there yet because, you know, once my heart rate goes up a little bit, then the coughing fit starts and then everybody starts looking at you like should this guy be here right now? 
But in terms of training and not missing a body part, that's been good so far. I found time for muscles I never even worried about before, like traps, forearms, way more core work to start the year, and even calves I've been hitting. So I got to take some measurements and see if I actually do any good this year. But um, (laughs) yeah, I've been getting back on my meal prep game too. That's helped me get more calories already this year. I was getting a bit lazy there in December because there was always leftovers. So like, we're done with that now. My body's just been like craving vegetables lately. I've been going ham on the broccoli and spinach for the past like, I don't know, uh, nine days. Uh, And I'm back to the daily sauna use. That's been beneficial too. But I noticed that I can't survive in there as easily as I used to. Uh, This week, I felt like tapping out like 10 to 15 minutes in. Those last few minutes, oh, they're a struggle, but I'm slowly getting used to it again. But yeah, everything seems back on track for 2024, which I have to get used to saying now. Um, But yeah, I hope everybody has a good good, um, good year this year. So hopefully some of my tips on here can help you with that. That's, I mean, that's my only goal with this, honestly. It's not about how many listeners I have or how much money I make from this. It's about, like, helping people. That's that's my job. So if I can reach somebody today with this, then that's a huge win. Question one, how to improve sleep. I've been talking about it a lot more recently, but sleep is a big one to get a hold of. Even if you can sleep 30 minutes more on a daily basis, this is going to benefit you. It's not like because you're sleeping six hours now, you better find a way to get in eight hours of sleep or else. No, man. Baby steps. That's a huge leap to go from six hours of sleep a night to eight hours. And most people can't just add two hours of sleep every day. So if you're like most people where this has been a problem for years now, try your best to just increase your sleep every night by something like 15 minutes. And then when that becomes easier, try for another 15 minute increment and so on and so forth. Um, Create an easier goal to achieve, complete that, and then think about adding more sleep during your nighttime. Uh, With that said, let's talk about how you can improve your sleep during the night. So that might mean quantity, but quality as well. This is something that takes practice too, because it's not like people think about having a bedtime routine like they do their morning routine. People will just usually brush their teeth, maybe wash their face, go lie down and just wait to sleep. Well, there's some ways we can improve this. This is all going to be important to know because improving sleep quality is essential for overall well-being and how well you recover from life's stresses. One of the more important things I found is that creating a consistent sleep schedule is a big key. That means going to bed at the same time every day and waking up at the same time every day. This includes the weekends. So usually during the week, we're pretty on point because we're forced to sleep and wake up at a certain time because the only things that's pretty consistent and constant in our lives is what time we need to wake up for work. So if you have a regular nine to five job these days, that might mean waking up five minutes before you need to go downstairs and log on for your remote job or maybe earlier if you have to travel to work. So during the week, your sleep cycle may be the same, but during the weekends, that's when maybe you go out with your friends Friday night and then sleep in on Saturday just because you can and just because, you know, sleep feels so good. But this actually messes up your body's internal clock. You might get an extra few hours of sleep, but ultimately don't actually feel rested. Or by the time uh, Monday comes around, now you have to go back to the regular sleep cycle. Now that has you sluggish for Monday because you're not used to your weekend of sleep where you woke up at noon or whatever it is. 
Having a sleep schedule that's consistent will actually improve your sleep and overall health if you're getting adequate sleep on a nightly basis. Not only is the consistency every night important, but also having a relaxing bedtime routine will be beneficial as well. That might mean engaging in calming activities to signal to your body that it's time to wind down. This might mean activities like reading, taking a warm bath, practicing deep breathing exercises, love that one, or gentle stretching. Uh, for me, deep belly breathing is the one I use when I'm trying to fall asleep, and I swear this works every time. Uh, breathing in for as long as possible, and then exhaling as long as possible, and this is all done through the nose. Something that seems so simple helps me fall asleep so much quicker. I also like to read either physical books or my good old Kindle, which I've been getting back into lately. Starting a few days ago, I've actually been rocking the physical books lately because I finally got a hard copy for myself of uh, Atomic Habits. So uh, my Kindle currently an afterthought. And there's also times where I'll do the quick shower before bed, nice and hot, and that gets me ready for bed. But I know for others, it might have the opposite effect where it'll actually wake you up instead of getting you in the mood for sleep. You have to set the mood before bed, so make your room as comfortable as you can. Um, your sleep environment should cater to your sleep. This might mean a nice bed that you can sleep in, obviously a good pillow. I just got a new one. Making sure the room is dark too, because any kind of light that's available for your eyes to see, even with your eyes closed, like it will go through the eyelids. This is going to like negatively affect your quality of sleep as well. When it comes to noise, make sure that it's pretty minimal at night or maybe some type of calming music. That's been a big hit lately. Sleeping with, I think they call it like brown noise, that that can help you sleep deeper too. Some of my clients tell me they do this. When it comes to your bed, obviously there's lots of options there. Don't be shy to invest in a more expensive bed if you have the money for it. Remember that a third of your life should be spent in bed, sleeping. So we're supposed to get around eight hours of sleep on a daily basis. So that's a third of the day when you're supposed to be sleeping. So think about your bed as an investment in yourself and your health. They have, I mean, all different kinds of materials now. They got the springy ones, they got the memory foam, whatever else, organic materials, blah, blah. Um, they have beds now that you can control the temperature side to side or side, you know, each side independently. Uh, Beds are endless now, but you'll never know what you prefer until you actually try them out. And most companies these days let you try their mattress for a few months, and if you're not satisfied, you can return it. And no, that's not an ad because I don't have anything to push right now. Um, this next one might be the hardest one, especially for the younger population out there. I know because this one's tough for me as well sometimes. I'll be honest. Limiting screen time before bed. Ooh, I'm sure you heard that before. At least an hour before bed, you should be avoiding any kind of screen time because that blue light that comes from the screen actually interferes with your body's production of melatonin, which is the hormone that plays a big part in regulating sleep. This one's probably the biggest factor for most people and clients I talk to. Scrolling social media, especially before bed, isn't the greatest habit. I sometimes get caught up looking at like my fantasy team before bed if I need to pick anybody up off the waiver, you know, or streaming sports on my phone or maybe watching too much golf stuff on YouTube for no reason. So this one's a tough habit to break. I'll be uh, I'll be pretty clear there. For me, what I'll do is, which is another point of uh, that I can kind of toss in here, creating a bedtime ritual. This helps here too. Um, so half hour before bedtime, I'll brush my teeth. 
set my phone alarm, and I put my phone on my desk away from arm's reach from the bed so I won't be tempted to touch it. Or when I wake up in the morning, I have to actually physically get out of bed to hit snooze on it. And that helps a lot because I'm already up. I'm not going to go back to bed. And then typically I'll read my Kindle. That one has an e-ink screen. There's no blue light coming through. Now, a physical book would probably be better, and this is what I've been doing lately. And honestly, that's all we need to do. Just practice these slightly better habits before bed, and that goes a long way. This bedtime ritual gives your body the signal that it's time to wind down and sleep. And sometimes I'll smack myself in the face with my Kindle or drop it on the ground because I've already fallen asleep after first uh, first few pages. Another thing to pay attention to is your diet before bed. Uh, this one could be tough for some people out there listening, especially if there's snackers out there. But first, avoiding those big meals would be something to think about and pay attention to because this could cause discomfort. This will disrupt your sleep, especially if they're big meals or even spicy foods. Had too many nights of those. Your food could still be digesting and this could delay how long it takes for your body to get into that deep sleep mode. On a semi-related note, your caffeine intake could impact your sleep as well. I always recommend having no caffeine after 12 p.m., but even maybe 2 p.m. could be the cutoff for some people. It just depends on you. You'll have to test it out for yourself to see what works better, how you function on the caffeine. There's so many things that could affect or improve your sleep, so let's... Honestly, let's just fly through these next points. Let's do like a little lightning round because they're all pretty obvious. First one here I'll list off getting regular exercise every day. Doing this during the day, that already promotes uh, better sleep. Obviously, you want to avoid intense workouts close to bedtime because they can be too stimulating. And since we're talking about stimulation, reducing that with practices like meditation or deep breathing, which I talked about, that can help your body calm down or your mind to calm down. And that can reduce stress, making it easier to fall asleep. Something else that could help your nighttime sleep is if you're better... Um, yeah, if you're better with your napping throughout the day, there you go. Uh, if you need to take a nap, keep it short. I think research shows like eight to 20 minute naps are the best to recharge and to avoid interfering with your nighttime sleep. I noticed this for myself because life as a personal trainer, you train early in the morning and then rush hour at night. So like five to eight at night as well. But those middle of the day breaks, sometimes they're killer. Sometimes they're a bit extreme. Sometimes I have a six-hour break within the day, and there's times where I'll go take a nap, I'll set an alarm for 20 minutes, and I won't even lie. There's times where that turns into three hours, and that's well and good. I mean, I snooze multiple times to get to that point, but I've noticed sometimes that those long naps feel good during the day. I pay for it at night, so that will definitely affect the nighttime sleep, how long your nap is during the day. Um... Yeah, so that impacts how quick I'll fall asleep at night because I'm not as tired as I'm supposed to be, okay? Uh, You've probably heard this next point before. Use your bed only for sleeping. Avoid working or watching TV in bed. This can confuse your brain about the purpose of the bedroom. This is a big one for me because lately I've been doing my work in my bed. I'll just bring my laptop over there. It's comfy, I mean, for a bit until my back gets messed up from not being in the best position. I even occasionally will play like games like my PS5. I'll play off the edge of the bed and that's probably even a worse position. Just hunched over at the bed, like save your bed for sleeping and sleeping only. All right. Few more points to go. Here's one that gets overlooked, especially now that people won't even leave their house since most people have transitioned to remote jobs. 
You have to try to get exposure to natural light during the day, especially in the morning. Natural light helps regulate your circadian rhythm, so during the day, that means get your butt outside. This one's tough for the remote workers out there, but spend some time on your lunch or something just getting out there. This one's easier if you have a dog to walk or something, uh, but regardless, getting some sun during the day will help you improve your sleep at night. If you notice that you're waking up in the middle of the night to use the bathroom, something I'd suggest would be to reduce your fluid intake, especially like caffeinated and alcoholic beverages. Like, don't do it right before bed. I had someone tell me that he was getting up to pee every night. I mentioned this to him. For some people, something that simple could work. But for others, you might have to actually seek professional help. If you have persistent sleep problems, then you should go get that uh, checked first with a professional, you know? And the last thing I'll mention is that you have to be patient. So improving your sleep habits may take time. Be patient and persistent and don't get discouraged if you don't see immediate results. I always say baby steps, that's the way. Uh, you could just you can't just fix your sleep all in one night. It's going to take practice like with anything else in life. Something that could help document your progress would be to keep some kind of sleep diary. This could help you track your habits and identify any patterns that may be affecting your sleep quality. And you might notice that you're actually making progress, even though it feels like you're not. And you actually have something physical to refer to, and that could help in the long run. So yeah, there you go. That's how you improve your sleep. I mean, I gave you all the points. Apply some of those. Not even It doesn't have to be all of it. Just one thing at a time, little baby steps. Get that into your life first, and then expand from there. Question two, what to do when you're too stressed to work out? When you're feeling too stressed to work out, it's essential, again, to prioritize self-care and manage your stress levels effectively. Exercise can be a great way to alleviate stress, but there's alternate uh, alternative strategies if you could try if you're not up for a workout. Here's some options that'll help you improve your health because it's not always just about going into the gym and resistance training. There are times where other methods will be just as beneficial. Practice deep breathing. So deep breathing exercises like through your belly, uh, diaphragm, can help calm your nervous system and reduce stress. So you got to try inhaling slowly through your nose, allowing your abdomen to rise and then exhale through the nose as well. This helps you reduce stress throughout the body. And I already talked about this during the sleep part. That's why it helps. So meditate. Uh, meditation can be a powerful tool for stress relief. Even a short short session can help you relax and clear your mind. There's various meditation apps and guided sessions available to help you get started like um, Calm or Headspace. Or you could also help yourself by practicing mindfulness by focusing on the present moment. And then again, journaling helps as well. Both of these last two points you can kind of do at the same time. Deep breathing plus meditation and bonus points if you could do that in the sauna or the steam room, which is something I love to do. There's even something called progressive muscle relax, uh, relaxation. And this, basically this technique, all you do is you tense and then relax different muscle groups in your body. Believe it or not, this can actually help release physical tension and reduce stress as well. So listening to calming music, um, I just talked about, it's kind of the same thing with the sleep, eh? Um, so music it has like this soothing effect on the mind. So just basically make your own playlist, your favorite calming or your relaxing tunes to listen to when you're feeling stressed. And if you don't have the energy for a full workout, even something like a short walk can help clear your mind, reduce stress. Um, 
Nature walks can be especially rejuvenating, especially if you could do this outside. Tougher if you're Canada. Tougher if you're in Canada right now, but it's not bad. I mean, we've barely had any snowfall yet, which is great. And I haven't even used my real winter jacket yet too, which that's a huge bonus. Uh, it doesn't always have to be some intense stretch, uh, strength training session. When it comes to working out, you could do yoga or stretching exercise can help relax your mind and body. You don't need to do a full yoga routine. Just a few gentle stretches can be just as effective. If the comparison is you doing nothing, then this is obviously going to be better. I do this at least once a week. I prefer it in a class setting, but I don't have a schedule. Or if I don't have a schedule that allows it, I'll do this by myself a few minutes, maybe not even the full hour. Or I can be guided through some YouTube video. They come in all lengths, so you're not stuck there for an hour if you don't want to do it. It could be 10, 20, 30-minute routines. That's still going to be great for overall health and stress management. And the next one I have just says read. So diving into like a good book uh, to engage in or even engage in something else that uh, a relaxing hobby you enjoy. Like drawing, maybe knitting, which some of my clients have been into. Uh, I even have another client who swears that gaming helps him relax. I didn't believe him until he showed me his whoop band metrics. And it's pretty funny because his heart rate actually did slow down during his gaming session. So it also depends on the type of video game you play, I'm sure. Uh, these can all serve as a mental, a form of mental relaxation. My go-to lately has been reading, but I didn't read as much as I should have last year. But I've been making it more of a priority lately and I'll continue to do so for the rest of the year again. But this really does calm my mind, especially before bed, reading something that, for me, is motivational. Aromatherapy. So, you know, remember those, like, essential oils? You got, like, lavender, chamomile, eucalyptus. These can actually have, a like, a calming and stress-reducing effect. So use a diffuser or sometimes oil to the skin. Just please make sure it's safe before you do something like that. I used to use my diffuser regularly, but nowadays I just get lazy to refill the damn thing, even though it'll only take like 30 seconds of my day. But that's one that can help as well. At the very least, it'll make your space smell a bit better, which can be refreshing. Taking a warm bath. And I got to shout out Epsom salts or, you know, I guess those bath bombs work too. Those can be uh, also pretty soothing and helps you relax physically and mentally. I love this one. And it's funny because I listed it down. Meanwhile, I haven't done this for myself lately. I did have one day in Hawaii where I spent some time in a warm bath, but I haven't done it since. I also, back in the day, used to do the Epsom salt baths, but that would take up like an hour of my day. So... I mean, still, I should get back to that when I need it this year. So stress relief apps out there. Um, I think I already talked about it. Calm and Headspace. And these can help you with the mindfulness stuff and um, meditation as well. And you need to set realistic expectations. So don't pressure yourself to work out if you're not feeling up to it. Like, yes, you can't use it as an excuse every time. But uh, you got to also listen to your body because stress can take a toll on your body. And sometimes it is better to prioritize rest. In the meantime, you can still do a quick mobility routine, especially off of YouTube. They have a lot of good ones on there. I recommend doing some of Tom Merrick's stuff on YouTube. That was a big or that was my big resource during the pandemic. Uh, and his handle on Instagram is Body Weight Warrior, I think. Doesn't post as much as I'd like, but his posts have some good, quick uh, mobility drills. So just toss those in your warm-up. At the same time, when you get out of this funk or whatever it is, you still need to get back to lifting at the gym again. Okay. 
and then getting a good night of sleep. I mean, I just talked about this in the first half of the Q&A, so replay that if you need to, but quality sleep, essential for managing stress and just feeling better throughout the day. So prioritize, you know, your regular sleep schedule, create a restful sleep environment. I always talk about this being one of the biggest pillars when it comes to improving health, so getting a hold of this is super important. It's important to remember that it's okay to take a break from exercise when you're feeling excessively stressed or overwhelmed. You have to prioritize self-care and stress management is a vital part of maintaining overall well-being. If your stress becomes chronic or unmanageable, consider seeking support from a mental health professional if you want to. Even though you're probably avoiding it, working out while stressed could actually help. So sometimes you just have to do it. You'll feel better afterwards usually and it could be a way to get your anger out. Uh, could be any kind of workout, could just mean a peaceful walk, could be a workout in the gym. I've had many clients experience this where they tell me as soon as they get into the gym, um, that work was such a big stressor for them. But after 10 to 20 minutes of exercise and moving around, they already start to feel better as long as the workout is appropriate. So, I mean, those are the tips for today. I hope they resonated with you a little bit, but yeah, there it is. And then I'll be back for next week and probably no more breaks from now on okay and that concludes episode 131 of the podcast thank you for listening if you really enjoyed the episode or my podcast as a whole then please leave a review and comment on itunes or whatever your choice of podcast platform is also if you haven't already you should hit that subscribe button because i'll be releasing episodes every friday if you want to follow me, your host, I'm Isaiah.Copon on Instagram, and you can also check out my website, IsaiahCopon.com. If you want to follow the podcast, you can check out at Lift and Learn Podcast on Instagram, and there's also a Facebook page if you just search Lift and Learn Podcast. <laughs>